This is the Live United podcast presented by the Tulsa Area United Way. I'm your host, Matthew Gleason, and today we are featuring an interview between our president and CEO, Allison Anthony, and Marla Bradshaw. Marla is the winner of the Clydella Henschel Award, which we give out each year at the Live United Awards. This award, given by the Tulsa Area United Way's Women United Group, is named in honor of Clydella Henschel, who was a pioneer for women in our community. She and her husband Dave were the first husband and wife team to chair our United Way campaign. So it is really appropriate that the 2021 Women United Clydella Henschel Award goes to Marla Bradshaw. Marla and her husband Steve were the second husband and wife team to chair the campaign. Marla is a committed community volunteer representing the spirit of the Clydella Henschel Award for Women in Leadership. Over the years, Marla has demonstrated exceptional leadership and mentoring that has inspired and helped other women to reach their full potential. She devotes her time and energy to many United Way agencies, in addition to several organizations outside the United Way umbrella that have a mission of supporting at-risk and underserved individuals. Marla co-chaired the Tocqueville Society for United Way in 2010 when we launched the Step Up program. And in 2016, she and Steve co-chaired the United Way campaign, raising over $26 million. That's phenomenal. One of the most wonderful things Marla has done for our community is volunteering at the Tulsa Health Department's COVID-19 vaccination clinic for 14 weeks, assisting in efforts to boost vaccination rates in the Tulsa area. So without further ado, I'm going to turn things over to our CEO and president, Allison Anthony, with her first question for Marla. What does winning the Clydella Henschel Award mean to you? Gosh, you know, I, um, I've always been in awe of the past recipients and all that they've contributed to our community and all that they have been involved in. And it never occurred to me that I would be nominated, much less be the recipient. It, it honestly, it never occurred to me. And I, so it's amazing. It's, it's a huge, huge honor. You know, I stand on the shoulders of the, all those women that came before me. And even before we had the Clydell Henschel mm. Award, you know, there's always a first to do something and they leave that door open for the next. So it's amazing and I'm, I'm, I'm sort of dumbfounded and honored and I'm just a little overwhelmed, honestly. Tell us how and, and when did you become a supporter of the United Way? Well, interestingly enough, I was a brand new employee of Bank of Oklahoma. And I think you all can absolutely know that Bank of Oklahoma and United Way are simpatico and they it is part of the culture and part of the DNA. And I was a new employee and I was invited to, it was right around campaign time, I was invited to learn more about United Way and attended one of the employee meetings with employees from United Way as well as an agency, although I don't remember who it was. I wish I did. I'd been in Tulsa for a couple of years, but I hadn't really you know, thought a lot about it, hadn't really researched it, and it was it was eye-opening. And it was they made it super easy. I signed up for payroll deduction for my United Way contribution. It was just so easy, and I felt so much pride in being able to just be that little piece of the whole big puzzle. And so that's, great. that's where it started. 
Well, and who would have imagined from there that in 2016, you and Steve chaired a huge citywide campaign, raising over 20 six million dollars so that was a huge amazing pride for us and you know the with steve and i we we say generally for better or for worse we're a team Mm -hmm. and so if one of us signs up for a community initiative you usually get the other either directly or indirectly Mm -hmm. um so but it was really really nice to work on that as a team it was such an honor and i'll just never forget it. it we got to see behind the scenes and just so many aspects that go into the campaign and, and all of the allocations committee and how all of that works. And it was, it was just amazing group of volunteers and employees and quite the collaboration. Well, they remember you and Steve as great chairs here uh, too. Thank you. Everyone so kind. speaks so highly. And I think that's just another reason why it's so cool that you have been honored with the Clydella Henschel Women in Leadership Award because Dave and Clydella were the first couple to chair together. And in fact, Dave said, well, I'm not going to chair it without Clydella. And and it was a time when it wasn't common. And so it's really neat that then you and Steve were the second couple yeah, to do it, that. I, re- I remember that aspect and I thought, wow, um, you know, because we just, that's just kind of how we operate, you know, like I said, what you know, when one's in you, you kind of get us both. It was so gratifying to be a part of something so significant for our community. Well, you have significant impacts like that, 26 million plus, but you have a long history of volunteer leadership, grassroots leadership to, to giant fundraising initiatives. What are some of the highlights as you think back to your volunteer oh, journey that really stand out to you? You know, I was thinking about this in preparation for our conversation and you know, it has been a kind of an interesting mix. The most recent example, I had never really um, been a part of this kind of an organization, but during the pandemic, when we finally started getting vaccine availability, there was a story on the news, and I also read in the newspaper that they were looking, Tulsa Health Department was looking for volunteers to help because we were just going to have massive amounts of people wanting to get vaccines, and they were doing it out at the fairgrounds, and they needed volunteers. And I just told Steve, I felt very called to do that. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the most gratifying things that I've I've worked on here recently, it was just, it was really emotional. Truly life-saving uh, work. Truly, really, yeah. truly. It was, and you know, and it took so many people, but, you know, and people were just honestly on their very best behavior. There was no, I mean, lines were long and people waited and people were so grateful mm-hmm. that people just were awesome. That was kind of probably the most recent example. But, you know, it's been working as part of a team on day caring projects. I mean, that's always been a fun thing. I mean, I've gotten myself covered in paint. Um, <laughs> I've uh, run a weed eater. Um, I've done uh, a big mass mailing where we just stuffed envelopes and got paper cuts on our hands all day. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, you know, it's kind of really run the gamut, you know, but they're all gratifying in their own way. Right. And that is one of the great things about being involved with the United Way is you can do so many different kinds of volunteer opportunities from stuffing envelopes to chairing a campaign raising $26 million and everything in between. When you think back, are there people that stand out to you? Any particular person that you think back and think, wow, having interacted with that person changed me or impacted me in a way that that I'll never forget? Yeah. 
Well, again, there have been a lot of those experiences. Mm-hmm. And for, for that, I'm, you know, I'm just really grateful because it, it, it just, uh, it reinforces the good that you hope that you're providing. But again, it, it, just going back again, most recent was out at the vaccination clinic and I saw so many kids coming in with parents and grandparents and I saw non-English speaking parents and grandparents and children interpreting. But probably the biggest one that just, just kind of floored me was I think that day I was sort of, I was doing one of these getting people into queues to to get into a pod where they would receive their vaccination. And I was just making small talk with a bunch of people. And I said, you know, hey, this is a great day. It's cold and nasty outside, but it's still a good day because, hey, this is the first step in getting our lives back and, you know, something like that. And this lady got tears in her eyes and she said, oh, honey, she said, I'm going to get to hug my granddaughter finally for the first time in, you know, and I'm here, I'm getting goosebumps because she just was so emotional about that. And, you know, thinking back where we've all been so isolated and you just miss those most primal things. And she was just eternally grateful that she was going to get to spend time with that granddaughter. And I thought that's why we're all doing all this. When you look back and think back about women who've inspired you to lead like you do, is there someone that comes to mind? A couple of things. I mean, I grew up, you know, my mom and dad were always that that's kind of how they operated. I grew up in a small town in Kansas and it was one of those things where um, my mom worked full time, but she always found time to volunteer at church. She was one who had family, friends, and colleagues that might be living in senior assisted living areas, and she kind of made her rounds most every week or every other week, and she would just stop in even for 10 or 15 minutes and say, just wanted to know I'm thinking about you. She might share something she baked or some flowers or vegetables out of her garden, and she just made a real effort to, you know, just stay involved, and like I said, through church. So from that standpoint, and then I went to a small liberal arts college where getting involved and giving back was absolutely encouraged, and it was meaningful to all the students. When I came to Tulsa and wanted to start getting a little bit more involved here, and I was at Bank of Oklahoma, I really wanted to get involved with a board. I thought, I, you know, I can volunteer, but I really want to see, you know, if I can contribute on that level. And Leslie Paris at Bank of Oklahoma, who heads up the foundation, she has intimate knowledge of all of the nonprofits around town. And she said, I think I know a board where you would really love it. She'd ask me a lot of questions about what's important to you and where would you like to get involved? And I said, I'd really like to get involved with an organization that helps women, but I, you know, I'm open to a lot of things. And she personally reached out to the YWCA. At the time, Dixie Reppy was the um, executive director, and they welcomed me with open arms. And some of the women on that board were so encouraging. I I mean, they all were, but specifically there were Pat Bailey and uh, Patty Castle and Bertie Thompson and Libby Johnson, who is a past recipient of the Clydell Henschel Award. And they all welcomed me with open arms. I was the youngest board member and they they wanted to hear from a different perspective, a different, you know, maybe they never said, well, this is what we've always done. It was always, what do you think? And they absolutely welcomed me, encouraged me, wanted a different point of view. And it, it meant so much to me to just be welcomed like that. Mm-hmm. 
And they were smart women. And that's good advice for women in leadership is that welcoming the next generation and supporting the next generation of leaders and asking for their input. And when you're confident in your own leadership, it's easy to do that. Yeah, you know? They just, I didn't realize, I kind of thought, well, gosh, this is great if this is how all boards are. And, and, and now I know how special that was. And uh, they, they were amazing. That's great advice for women in, in leadership. What advice would you have for uh, women who, maybe who are just starting out on their volunteer and leadership mm -hmm. journey? Well, for me, what has always served me really, really well is if you feel a passion around the organization. You're not going to serve the agency or the, the clients or anybody else if you are not enthusiastic about their mission and what they're doing. So that has never steered me wrong. So as simple as that sounds, don't don't just kind of settle and go, oh yeah, okay, I guess I'll do that. You know, find something where you really feel called and led to get involved. Um, I think that's great. I think asking for help and advice from from people within, maybe once you get into that organization, start volunteering, ask for some direction and some leadership from them. And so maybe if there's a mentoring opportunity, I just, I just think you, you know, don't, don't let people try to guess what you want or need. I think sometimes you have to speak up and be your own advocate, but I think you, I think it starts with where do I feel like I can make a difference? Have you learned something or experienced something that really surprised you? Was there something that you, you look back and think, wow, I, I didn't know that, but because I volunteered, I learned that and it's changed me. I, you know, I feel like at every stop along the way, I've learned something. I feel like every experience has something to give and something to gain. And I think you try to, to really, really look for that. You know, I've been fortunate to be, you know, a volunteer and a board member and things like that. And and it just, it never ceases to amaze me just the generosity of this community and at all levels. And whether that's through volunteers, whether that's, you know, foundations that are so generous or individuals that give their time or their talent or their treasure as it is. It never ceases to amaze me when somebody sounds the bell that they need help, people come. This community steps it, up. It does. And it's and and, it, and I know it's not like that because I talk to friends in other communities and they're like, I don't even know if we have a United Way. I don't know, maybe we do, maybe. They're like, you guys raise that kind of money year after year. Yeah, we do. And even during the pandemic. I know, it's isn't amazing. it? What does that say? It's that we are the America's most generous city. I really believe that. Oh, I, yes. And it's like, and, and it's like that, and that's not just a tagline. I mean, it's once a you kind of get in there, some of our organizations, you, you realize that that is absolutely true. I remember when Becky Frank chaired the campaign, she talked about a woman in Bristow who uh, worked at one of the agencies and she had her own bake sale with her own baked goods and everything she made from that bake sale she gave to the United oh Way. You know, just wow. Yeah. And you know, she was didn't make a lot of money, didn't have but a lot of money. That's what she could do. Right. And she did it. And that's what people do here. They just step up and do what they can. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. Marla, why do you live united? Well for me it's a really simple answer and that's we're all better together. <laughs>